Welcome to Awakened and Alive After 40, a weekly podcast about stepping outside of the box and into a life that is true to who you really are. We're your hosts, Dominique and Carrie, two 40-something-year-old friends and coaches who are on a journey to live the second half of our lives with greater flow and ease. Our passion is to guide and support our clients in becoming their most authentic and aligned selves. We love digging into a variety of topics and sharing some of our insights and perspectives through our coaching lenses. We both spent the first half of our lives trying to fit into a box only to realize we were burnt out and searching for a better way to do life. We are here to remind you that it's never too late to start living your best life. Let's get into today's episode. We all know that it is inevitable that we are going to age. Every single day, we are getting just a little bit older. However, it is a struggle to really accept. And today we want to have some conversation on just that struggle in general to accept the aging process and why we as society have such a hard time with it. And also between... Carrie and myself conversations we've had recently, actually just before we started this episode on our own experiences and what we are thinking about it. It's interesting. We're at an age in our forties where we still look pretty good. I think we look damn good for our ages. (laughs) And I think people probably mistaken both of us as being younger than we are, but obviously we're not in our twenties. So we have, I would say, like tip of the iceberg experience with aging, but it hasn't been the easiest thing to accept for me. How about you? I think for myself, I used to have a great challenge with the whole thought of, oh my gosh, I'm going to be getting older. Shit's going to start sagging. (laughs) All of the wrinkles and brown spots are going to make their way out because I grew up in South Florida. And I think a lot of it was because of being from South Florida, you naturally just don't wear as much. And it is a state that at least South portion is very fixated on looks. And that was something that I naturally got pulled into, but it wasn't until I actually got in my 30s where I started to really look at it a little bit closer and ask myself, like, why does aging bother me so much? And I know one of the things, of course, with our society is how it glorifies attractive people. And for me, I think it's just really that we're we're stuck in this old pattern of the past of thinking that for women, for example, it was all about looks when you were getting married because you weren't allowed to do anything with your life. Like you couldn't, you know, show that you were intelligent in many ways. And they really prioritize a woman's looks when it was being married off or whatever it may be. And That very much, I feel, is still a big part of our culture, unfortunately. And how we don't even think about the fact that we equate attractiveness with youth. We think that younger looking 
people are attractive and mm. especially with women, because I yeah. think a lot of our society allows men to age gracefully, as they say. Like, oh, I hate that so much. Have their gray yes. hairs showing and it shows yes. wisdom and have the lines in their faces and it's yes. supposed to be handsome. And I think a lot of people still think of older men as attractive, but you rarely hear, especially men saying older women look mm -hmm. attractive. Mm -hmm. I think women can appreciate an attractive looking older woman like Meryl Streep or, yeah. you know, somebody who you're just like, oh, yeah. she just has a way about her. She seems right. so attractive yeah. for her age. And we always say that for her age. For her age. I know. Isn't that wild? Yeah. And for me, what I've noticed is the that attraction, like if it was an older woman that I was admiring, is that confidence yes. that I am attracted to. And I think because as young women, we lack, we tend to lack confidence that it, it's something that we desire so greatly in our lives. And at least that's what it was for me. And so when I see older women who really, you know what, I'm going to wear what I want to wear. I'm going to say what I want to say. And you take it or leave it. Like, that is amazing. Like, that is my goal, ultimately, as I age, is to just continue to do my thing. And I love seeing that in women as they get older. And yes, like you had said about how men can age gracefully. I'm so jealous of that because, you know what, I am one of those women that thinks older men can be extremely attractive, more so than younger, because there's just something about the aging process with men, the, like you're mentioning, the little bit of gray hairs, the distinguished presentation. And I don't know, I'm not going to say too much, but I feel like, of course, they mature a little bit later in life, maybe, that uh, the personality just really starts to come off a little bit richer in my eyes at least so it's it's interesting to see that difference like you had mentioned carrie between a woman aging and a man aging and a woman looking good for their age i hear that all the time and i say that too myself oh, still me too me too and i mean i catch myself but the conditioning is deep very deep. Growing up, the women in my family were always, you know, joking around in a very lighthearted way, but talking about like, oh, if I could just have this pulled up a little and, you know, they'd pull the sides of their face up and a center of conversational topic was gray hair and are you still coloring your hair and the new wrinkles and it was just obsessed over. It's so strange. Like when I think about who said, who started it that like tight skin was attractive and loose skin or a little bit of sag is like disgusting? You know, it's like who started that? Like, why? Why is it when you look at a young person, they're like, oh, look at how firm the skin is and how even the skin texture is and how glowy the hair is. It's like, okay, that's great. But why can't these other things that show your experience, that show, you know, just the the life you've lived and how far you've come and that you've made it this far. Why can't that be beautiful? I think it's beautiful. And that is something 
that within my 30s, I started to shift more into that mindset of beauty was going to be more of the process of acceptance of who you are, finding the courage to be who you are, and more of like really caring for the body that you are given no matter what. And that comes across as, at least for me, that confidence that I desired for most of my life, that comes across as just extreme confidence and love of self. And it's taken work though, for me to shift my mindset. But I also am not going to pretend that you know, getting wrinkles doesn't bother me. I will fully admit I have tried Botox. I've tried it for my forehead because I have the horizontal lines that go across. And I've had them since I was like in high school. And I was just curious. I was like, okay, let me just see what this is all about. I went super, super minimal though, because yeah, horror stories. I think we've all heard them. (laughs) And I was like, okay, yeah, this is fine, but it just didn't feel like me. It just didn't feel right. And I don't know, it didn't really, for me, when I see wrinkles on myself, it's just like, all right, did that come from all of the laughing that I did, you know, during this time frame? And was this because of how I never wore sunglasses and I just squinted my way through living in South Florida, just bringing up kind of memories of what I did with my life, memories that I kind of want to hold on to. And I certainly don't want to get rid of. I don't think slowing the process down in certain ways is that bad. Have you ever had laser skin, like retexturizing or things like that? Yeah. Like there's different ways you can just slow it down a little bit or just make it look a little bit smoother in some ways, but I don't want to get rid of everything. I think there's just a fine line, like You want to look good, but at the same time, you don't want to prioritize it. I also want to look my age. Living in Spain, a lot more people colored their hair, especially men there. So you would see men and women well into their 80s, probably with jet black hair. And it was just like, that doesn't look quite right. Like it looked a little bit odd because it's just not what you expect to see you can tell their age yeah, like you know that's not <laughs> that is not natural <laughs> but I think a lot of it I mean going back to what you said especially for women and worrying more than maybe the average man in our society about aging and how we look I think it's all because of social reinforcement we tell so many little girls and young women and teenagers Like we compliment them on how they look. We compliment them on if they look healthy, in shape, meaning skinny. We compliment on beautiful hair, on beautiful skin. And so that just, without us knowing it, obviously, informs us and how we approach our own mindset in this whole area. Like, why do we think tight firm skin looks Mm -hmm. better because we never ever once in our 40 some years have heard someone compliment someone with saggy wrinkly right now it's like wow your wrinkled skin just looks lovely today (laughs) (laughs) right it sounds silly but imagine if we did hear those compliments for every 
texture of skin and age of skin. Yeah. You know what? Maybe I'm going to start saying that to you. (laughs) Your new wrinkles look so (laughs) good today. So great on you. I just want moisturized before our video chats (laughs) and you can see like the real crackiness. (laughs) Oh my gosh. But that's so true. And that's why I said, I'm like, who started the conversation that, you know, beauty was X, Y, and Z, like the, the tight skin, the no wrinkles, whatever, this and that. But I mean, obviously we can change that language whenever we want. And it's just, you know, stepping up to it. And that's something that I have definitely tried to shift focus on when I'm even talking about like my own appearance to friends or family and of course, internal dialogue trying to shift that as well. But the crazy thing is, and when I was thinking about this is in my twenties, when I was in my best shape ever, you know, at top notch, if you want to call it for looks, I felt like such an ugly person. Mm -hmm. My confidence could not have been lower. And now in my early forties, I have actually never felt more confident in my body in general, but in myself more so, which then I believe really brings out like the if you want to call the inner glow or whatever you, you might take with it. It's the confidence for me, the way you hold yourself, the body language changes. And with us being human beings, nervous system interaction, we greatly feed off of body language. And that right there alone can transform someone's perception of you and how they feel with you. If they feel connection and safety, then you're probably going to come across as a phenomenal, beautiful human being because you provide that for them. For myself, that's something that I've had family members say is just the way I hold myself, present myself just with such confidence that I never had in my 20s, even early 30s. And so that's been really cool to kind of reflect back on and take a look at where I am now and just how different that is. And even my husband has said it in the past, he's like, you would never wear things like that in your twenties. You cover everything. And now I'll wear like, I wear yoga pants or something. I'll wear maybe one of those midriff tops, whereas before it would be like a baggy sweatshirt and just those little things where I was like, well, yeah, I don't feel like I need to hide myself anymore. Like Mm -hmm. I felt I had to before. That's amazing. But I know it's it's tough and not everyone gets to that point as easily. And it takes a lot of work. It took a lot of work in order for me to shift that mindset. And where do you feel you are right now, Carrie? Because I feel like everyone starts going through that transition where they're now looking at like, oh my God, I'm getting older. Am I accepting it or am I fighting it? I think I'm definitely accepting it more than I used to. When I first started finding little gray hairs in my late 30s, I plucked them out. And I was like, I don't want gray hair. And so I would pluck all these little gray hairs out that I saw growing in. And then it hit me. Like, I don't know why I was so slow about this. (laughs) If I keep plucking all my gray hair, 
suddenly I'm going to have less hair because pretty soon all my hair is going to be gray. <laughs> so I promised right. myself when I turned 40, I would stop doing it. And I did. I haven't plucked a gray hair out since. And I'm just letting them come in. I mean, I still like color my hair like maybe once a year. But the thing that's hard for me to accept, which I'm still working on, is I've looked like this for most of my life. I think looking in the mirror and drastically looking different will be so shocking because mm, I think I'll yeah. still expect to see this face. I remember my grandmother saying that once I was visiting her. This was years ago when I was in college and we were at a restaurant and she and I went to the restroom together and she looked in the mirror and she was just like, it's not what I expect to see. Yeah, I've heard that from some family members, too, because you yeah. still feel the same mentally yeah, like, emotionally mm -hmm. and then you look and you're like whoa that's not how I looked most of my life I look different mm -hmm. now and accepting that I think is going to be it's going to be interesting I'm hoping to look at it as an adventure or a journey like yeah boy, myself like, I think it'll be challenging I think that's like you had mentioned you know looking at it as an adventure and I think it starts with just shifting the mindset we know it's going to happen and if we're just preparing and preparing and, and accepting and learning new ways to love ourselves, new ways to feel good within our body. And a lot of that comes from loving your body through caring for it. Then I feel like the brain, as it also matures, can be a little bit more accepting because, I mean, I've heard my dad say, you know, look in the mirror and he's like, up here, I'm like 23. But when I look in the mirror, I don't know who that is. But he, you know, he says he still feels super young, but his body, of course, is not showing that. So I, I feel like if we're just working constantly on shifting how we feel about age in general, it can be a lot more gentle <laughs> when we hit that place. It's interesting to me to just think of how much work it, it does take to, you know, be excited about the aging process mm -hmm. and to be okay with not being able to do the things that you maybe used to do really easily and now find difficult, like, getting up from the floor, I grunt and groan now and like never thought I would be doing that at the age of 41. I seriously don't know if I could get up from the floor without making some sort of grunt or groan. And I laugh about it because it's just that ridiculous. But you know, it's gonna happen where you just you won't be able to do things as easily. And that's just part of it. And we're not alone in it. I think that's an right. important thing. It is happening to every one of us. We are not alone in the worries that we're carrying about the aging process and the challenges that we're facing too. So it's it's also finding that connection, I think, is really helpful of supporting each other, whether it's family members or friends, whatever it may be, just keeping that connection so you are constantly aware that you're going through this with others and the support that you give one another can be so incredibly helpful. There are some highlights to aging too, which I don't want to 
skip because there are some great things and you touched upon it a little bit earlier just about the gained confidence and caring less what people think it sounds a little bit cliche but just gaining that wisdom of an experienced life gives you that confidence gives you those experiences that help you be more present with people help Mm -hmm. you be a better friend help you be a better partner and you just feel more at ease and more at home with yourself i think yeah you know just popped in my mind is that the confidence aspect of it what i have found and this is probably like the biggest highlight for me when i think about the aging process is because of the self-acceptance that i have cultivated over the years I am not as held back by fear in a lot of different ways, like fear of experimenting in different ways was something that would hold me back. And now I'm like, you know what? Hey, let's try it all. Let's do some crazy shit, see how it goes. And it is exciting. And again, with that, that self-compassion, that self-acceptance, the confidence I have within my body has shifted as well, which has opened me up in so many different ways of experiencing life. And when you're not held back by fear, fear of what are people going to think, you know, fear of so many other things. And that opens up so many doors for new experiences, new fun. And that's been like the greatest part to me. Thank you for listening to this episode. If you enjoyed it, please consider sharing it with friends and or family. We'd be incredibly grateful if you rated and reviewed the podcast on your preferred listening platform as it really helps. If you'd like to reach out to us, you can connect with us through our websites or Instagram, which are all linked in the show notes. We'd love to hear from you. Our theme song was written by Michael Ahrens.